You are listening to the I'm Black, He's Mexican podcast. Leave your feelings at the door because we coming with that realness, my nigga. Oh, yeah. Yo, that's just kind of loud, man. Gentlemen and everyone. It's your boy, Arizona Bird. And as always, my dude and co-host, Soul Papo. Oh, yo, I'm black. And, uh, uh, he's Mexican and kind of racist, just, I mean, blame it on the stick. Now, welcome to our podcast, which is a podcast about nothing in particular, just pop culture, current events, minus the bullshit. Fuck with us over at ibhmpodcast.com. There you can catch all of our episodes, including those from previous seasons. Each episode you can watch live, listen to the podcast feed, catch the links to all of the articles that we discuss on said show, um, as well as leave feedback directly on said show. Okay, yo, it's Kakis on that social media. Uh, you know, like our Facebook fan page, follow us on the Twitter, subscribe on the YouTube channel, follow us on the dedication blog, because as always, there is a wall full of hoes, painted up like a donkey. And you know, there's a lot of ass shots. Uh, so lastly, so make sure you subscribe to the show on iTunes, the Stitcher, the Podomatics, the TuneIn Radios, uh, definitely motherfucking uh, SoundCloud to leave us your views, tell us about how you feel about this somewhat intellectual fuckery that is this motherfucking show that I beach in podcast. Oh, and uh, speaking of fuckery, make sure to follow me on my main source of social media fuckery, which is uh, Tumblr, and that can be found at a different state of black And uh, while you're at it, fuck with Soul Popo on his main source of social media fuckery, which is Ooh, which is also that Tumblr. So really, anything that's S O U L P A P O. Uh, in this case, .tumblr.com, you can find me. Fucking IG, Vine, everything. So, yeah, fuck with us. Hey, what's up? I mean, we on what now? Episode, are we 85, 86? 86, yo. Serial killers? Serial killers? The, 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 the shit is going down in the DMs, and uh, mm. we are motherfucking back. Um, and, um, yes, indeedy. Um, quick little mental health update. Um, I'm, I'm back and going actually in the right direction now. Um, looks like, um, getting over that misdiagnosis in the beginning and getting that medicine out the system. Um, I'm, I'm heading in the right direction. So, uh, I'm on the up and up if you will. So is that why you left me hanging? Hmm? No, nigga. I'm still, I'm still hurt. <laughs> is it Popo gets so sensitive? He gets so hurt. No, the first night we were gonna do this, uh, fucking didn't have any headphones. Had to go buy some new pair of headphones. That was the you first. You don't need time. no goddamn headphones. What you need headphones for? Uh, to hear you. See, see <laughs> you can't put me on computer speakers. Just keep your ear real close to the. You know what I'm saying? To the monitor, like. <laughs> fucking uh, like, yo, I haven't no. done that before. No, and it was crazy because um, me as a, a black man, that was the first time I could ever remember not having headphones. Like I, I did all the years as a rapper. I did all the years um, doing the studio engineering, uh, running studios and shit. Then I did all the years of writing raps and having headphones on. So uh, I, I, I just thought that was very funny. It was the first time I could ever recall um, not having a pair of headphones. That that was a new life experience for me. Boo fucking who like it's like travesty like you want me to make some commercials about if you can donate 10 cents a day you can make sure this black man has a simple ass pair of headphones so he can do this motherfucking show with his brother some bullshit 
And then, uh, and then the following night, uh, then uh, hit the nigga back so we can do the show. Said bang, what's good with it? Pop away to forty five minutes, and then uh, my old ass fell asleep in between the waiting for the the return tats. But it's all good because we back. <laughs> mm-hmm. So what's up? We're gonna do two shows this week. Oh, yeah. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, it's yeah, it's whatever. I know if we get uh, two two shows worth of shit, I'm pretty sure, yeah, it'll be some shit going on this week. Because every week uh, you can count yo, the world on handing us some fuckery. So. Yo, it almost seems like Throwback Thursday is just another reason to kind of throw a motherfucking, uh, uh, just some kind of, some pops off on Thursday. There's just something about Thursdays. I couldn't explain what it is. Couldn't say why. I mean, I would ask that one fucking, that one blind bitch that did all the predictions. But he said she's dead, right? Yeah, I think she's dead, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, Vaga, baby Vanga, whatever the hell her name is, who uh, said that um, Barack Obama, who she pre- or she predicted us to have our first African-American president and then predicted that that would be our last president. And so uh, we'll That's see how that so goes. so interesting, though. That shit kind of, I don't know, I'm a little we'll bit excited. See. We'll see how that goes because there's a there's a ton of election coverage a little later on. So um, yes, indeed. But uh, first things first, Papo. I think we should tell the folks a story. Oh. Oh yes, indeed. Story time with Verse and Papo. And uh, this week's story is uh, brought to us um, by something that's ever and always entertaining, and that is um, Kanye West's Twitter. Yeah, uh, Kanye. Kanye West uh, always wanted to uh, entertain us, and um, he got into another um, Twitter rant. Um, I do, I do wonder about the questions or the uh, rumors that. Kim K is concerned about his mental health and she wants him to get off Twitter. You know, Ryan Fest had said that um, he also, he had said recently that he felt that Kanye West needed mental help and he said he stopped fucking with him a few weeks ago, so on and so forth. But uh, Ryan Fest. Oh, the different Chicago, right? I remember that one song, I Don't Want Unless It's Brand New, who supposedly yeah, and, was going to be a good music artist and we just never heard from that motherfucker again. Like, well, you know, the nigga was basically ghostwriting for Kanye like his entire career. So that's kind nah. of like his shit didn't. Nah. Nowhere. No, he did not ghostwrite for Kanye. Says who? Says go- Says Rhymefest? Uh, says hip hop. <laughs> <laughs> no. Kanye's uh, albums that have been more on the lyrical up and up have been um, all attributed to uh, Rhymefest being with him and working with him. And yeah, Rhymefest was working with him up until a couple of weeks ago. So. Um, I don't know. We'll see. But um, yeah, Kanye Tudor, uh got into it with Bob Ezrin, who um, I don't even know who. Have you ever heard of Bob, Bob Ezrin? Bob Ezrin. I cannot say, man. No. Is he a producer? Now, he he is a producer and his production credits include work with Pink Floyd, Errol Smith and Taylor Swift. Um, apparently, he did work in the hip hop realm, but uh, that was more so in 2013 with K-9 and um, Will I Am. But um, apparently he went on to say, Ezrin went on to say, unlike other creators in this genre, like Jay-Z, Tupac, Vicky or even MC Hammer, for that matter, it's unlikely that we'll be quoting too many Kanye songs 20 years from now. 
He said he didn't open up new avenues of public discourse like NWA or introduce the world to a new art form like Grandmaster Flash or even meaningfully and memorable address social issues like music um, with his music like Marshall, Macklemore or Kendrick. First things first, I would like to say that is complete and utterly incorrect because if it wasn't for Kanye West, we would still be in the gangster rap era. Because literally the end of the gangster rap era was when Kanye dropped graduation and 50 Cent dropped what was it, Curtis? And they yeah. came out that same that little bet. I remember that little bet they made. Yeah. And Who's Kanye, Kanye won, if you will, and Kanye career kept going up and 50s career from that point kind of kept going down and gangster rap stopped being as popular and that backpack rap became more popular we wouldn't have a kim drake or a kid cuddy or drake or j cole or any of them niggas or wiz khalifa well i want to say i want to say kanye just brought backpack rap to be more mainstream that's what kanye did and i want to say that who then made it a little bit softer and no, it's no offense to get Cuddy was kind of Cuddy because Cuddy inspired Kanye when he was being real fucking emo and came out with 808s and Heartbreaks, which I'm not talking shit about because I love that record. But but it was a emo shit. Yeah, yeah. So what I'm saying, though, is but then Kanye was inspired by um, by Cuddy. Cause remember he had hired him on. He had signed him on to the label. But, yeah, I mean, he definitely kind of brought it into that transition. But we, we don't want to say that. Kanye kill gangster rap because all he did was kind of what you know jump off well, the coat killed it he killed it in the mainstream like similar to like Nas killed rock as pop music because uh the year Kurt Cobain killed himself in 94 that was the year that Nas um uh, Outcast, Biggie, Ghostface Killer, a lot of them cats came out. And so, same thing. They didn't kill rock, and rock is completely dead, but it transitioned from rock being the pop music to hip hop being the pop music. And similar to it went from 50 and gangsters running shit and everybody how trying to you, be a gangster rapper. How can you so, tie the. I mean, and once again, there's no offense to Nas. I love Nasty Nas. Fucking God. Not even, I mean, Illmatic was definitely shit. I didn't really fuck with him until the Street's Disciple, but I'm just saying, though. So, like he didn't have the kind of commercial success unless you're trying to date back no. to him and Mary Illmatic. J. Blaze. No, Elmatic in '94. Is that the that one that had um, "Whose World Is This"? No, that was the second album. No, uh, Illmatic uh, was heavy on the East Coast. Heavy. Well, I and, mean um, that, that was that was the opposite of fucking not opposite, but that was alongside fucking reasonable doubt kind of shit, but. I, I don't remember commercial singles. I mean, but then again, I mean, that was what, fucking 20 years ago? Yeah, and think about it, in 94, there wasn't, like, commercial singles. It wasn't until, like, the mid-late 90s is when hip-hop really, really started having commercial singles because before then, hip-hop wasn't selling, so there wasn't no radio singles. But uh, that Nas was considered a critical success when it first came out. But um, anyway, it's just those people who bridge the gap to go from this lane to that lane. I think that Bob Ezrin is uh, out of his mind if he thinks Kanye hasn't changed the game in one form or another. Because I literally, I there's not a backpacker in the game today who I can't point back to fucking Kanye. Kanye is the reason why all these soft ass niggas is running hip hop now. <laughs> and not saying that that's a bad thing, but Kanye <laughs> took it because before then. 
before then it was the white tees. It was the uh, fucking gun in the back. It was the, it was that thug shit. Everybody, it was Rick Ross. It was young Jeezy. It was 50 cent. That's what was popping was being a gangster. But, um, and I feel anyway. like that that was that was that pathways because obviously uh, Rick Ross came along that time frame. So did your other Florida cats. And I feel like that those those were the avenues and those were the lanes. I feel like Kanye he and yeah, that's about the time he came out with Stronger, which I think that's probably like one of the biggest like whitest fucking records he's he's ever done, right? Because yeah. I think he sampled the Daft Punk on that shit. Daft Punk, yeah. Yeah. So, but um, Kanye. Kanye got upset. Kanye Tudor got upset and uh, decided to uh, go in on Bob Ezrin. And um, uh, there's quite a few tweets, so uh, I'll read a couple and then pass it back and forth. Um, Motherfucking Kanye West says, your kids are ashamed of their dad. Sorry (laughs) about speaking about kids. Uh, But could you imagine if you were Bob Ezrin's kids? He says, do some relevant Please don't speak on me, bro, ever again. <laughs> um, and the next thing he says, and he's and he's going back to back to back. So I wonder if he's on his laptop or something. I'm tired of old people that have no connection with anything trying to comment on music. Mm. What the fuck does he know about rap? Mm. Has anybody heard of Bob Ezrin? Mm. It's guys like you that run companies and don't invest in yay. Even if I'm your kid's idol, thou shalt invest in yay. God damn it. Um, Please, Bob, please never speak in public again. You are everything that is wrong with the old guard. Bro, you said Malcolm Moore was more important musically than me. No offense to Malcolm Moore. He's a nice human being. (laughs) Human being. All right, I'm, I'm so sorry for them. I will send them free Yeezys to make up for the embarrassment that you have caused your family. I'm assuming he's going back to the children. God children. bless the fools. All positive vibes. God bless. All positive. All positive. Ezrin, I truly feel sorry for your friends and family that say they had to suffer an idiot like you for so many years. Oh, they had to suffer suffer idiot like you he kind of i love kanye's tweets because kanye's tweets are so passionate and so right in the moment you can tell this nigga don't spell check he don't proofread nothing he typed what the fuck was in his head and he hit send he doesn't go back to read the lines to make sure that grammatically they were sending people in the correct direction he don't I'm, worry about i'm that. just wondering if by the end of his fucking rant he's thinking oh shit chris gonna get yell at me so <laughs> i don't know i don't think it goes that far he says, welcome to pop culture. I made dark fantasy and watched the throne in one year and wasn't nominated for either. And you know who has two albums of the year? I don't know. He didn't, he didn't give a <laughs> So I guess that's the cliffhanger. You got to figure out who has uh, two albums of the year. So shouts out to that brother. Cause uh, it wasn't Kanye Tudor. Cause Kanye Tudor is uh, I'm having a I, hard time. At least we know someone isn't running his Twitter account and fucking making up some nonsense. Unless that were to happen. And the, uh, that was the case. He should have fucking fired him a long time ago. Oh, Kanye Tudor. I love Yo, Kanye. But, uh, yeah, Kanye he- needs. I think we might have discussed this shit last show, possibly, maybe before that. But I keep hearing more and more shit. And it's so funny how 
how you hear things just because of how you know popular the family is and the Kardashians and shit. I keep hearing all this shit about Chris talking shit about Kanye, being embarrassed by Kanye. Does this bitch get to tell him this shit? Does Kanye know it, or does he have to fucking keep up with the tabloids to figure out what the bitch is thinking? Like, yeah, I'm curious. I wonder- I wonder if they do that, if they all sit down to have like dinner and they're all on their phone because they're reading TMZ and what one another yeah. then said about the other one. Everyone's Googling themselves. Let me go ahead and Google to see what this bitch talking about. Fucking this nigga's passing, trying, you know, asking what's your face to pass the fucking paper he gets or pass the peppers. If she gets a fucking Google alert, says, what? This is from Chris, you embarrassed me. Oh, in my coonish ways. Fucking Kanye, always good for him. What the fuck? Yeah, and uh, speaking of what the fuck, I think uh, I think we should hit the folks with some uh, what the fuck news. I'm down with it. It's only only appropriate. And um, first things first, Papo. Um, did you hear that California is confirming that uh, Roundup will be labeled as cancer causing? First of all, what the fuck is Roundup? Roundup is uh for the niggas uh who got their homes and like to get rid of the motherfucking uh, weeds outside. You get the Roundup and you spray the uh, the weeds with the Roundup and eats the weeds and make sure the weeds don't grow again. All that good shit. Shouts out to all my house owners out there. I'm not one. I just rent. But uh, motherfucking uh, apparently Monsanto um got Delta Blow because they uh, own Roundup, and California just dealt uh, dealt a blow that says that um they're gonna label this as cancer causing because there's a toxic main ingredient in the weed killer called um glyphosate, and um yeah apparently that causes cancer, Papo. So we've been buying these household products to clean. The house and shit in Monsanto is still killing niggas out here. That's, that's what they do. They, Monsanto is like, do you think Dr. Claw from Inspector Gadget like runs like Monsanto? Do you think the dude that runs Monsanto is like missing a hand and he got one of them, uh, them uh, uh, surgical claws and he just sits petting his cat watching the news talking about, I will destroy you. Like, is that what's going on? <laughs> I don't know. You really showing your age of the Mr. Gadget fucking. I oh, cannot no. remember. I remember the claw. I remember the claw and I remember Mr. Gadget and his fucking pervert fucking uh, trench coat where you know you fucking you just wait for a bitch to yell go go gadget dick like sprang it on a bitch no but um it's actually funny because uh the boys uh you know where we don't have cable watch uh, uh netflix and shit but uh inspector gadget they brought back and we were just watching uh the newer one recently i think it's from like the late 2000s so uh yeah shout out to inspector gadget and um, shouts out to Eminem, who said one of my favorite Inspector Gadget rhymes talking about uh, uh, go, go gadget dick on uh, what was it around the world on uh, Slim Shady LP? I can't remember. I, I want to say, it might have, yeah, I, I actually is only mentioned oh, that. Then, remember. Remember, then I remember this magic trick. Dun, 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 dun. Go, go gadget dick. Whip that shit out. And ain't no doubt about it. Hit the ground, cause an earthquake and power outage. I shouted now. Let's see who gets that best that crooked shit, and I fuck that fat slut to death. Oh, god damn! It was Eminem oh. was was a, was a dirty motherfucker, but we accepted oh. it because he was a white man. Ooh, we accepted it. We accepted it from Eminem wouldn't uh, but, survive nowadays. But uh, but we going got, back but to Monsanto, this motherfucker has some has some has some lyrics though for real. He really made shit I, rhyme that balls. But um. 
so yeah, Monsanto's back in the news, fucking shit up, and um, yeah, killing niggas. So uh, if you guys uh, buy Roundup, um, I suggest you buy the Walmart brand. Great value because um, as of right now, they ain't killing as many niggas as uh, Monsanto. Yo, and not to not to piggyback off of uh, killing niggas, but uh, I guess another uh, what the fuck sort of a segment, and it was kind of. Kind of a sweet what the fuck. I don't know why a bitch want to ruin her credit this way, but and I don't know if you heard about this. Uh, terminally ill teen marries her high school sweetheart in a dream wedding. This this, this person's gra- uh, house was uh, his parents used a lot of that Monsambo shit. Motherfucker lost all his hair. He became terminally ill, uh, but they got hitched. And I just thought that was the cutest fucking story. I don't know why this bitch want to ruin her credit and have a divorce on her shit before she turns eighteen. But uh, yeah, you know. They did the damn thing, and I know, and I know. Yeah, it's real sweet, real corny, like. But I was just like, and, and, and it's so fucked up because the whole time I'm thinking to myself, and y'all can look up the story, and I don't know if we'll bother to put this on the on the new on the website or not. But one of the things that kind of that kind of tripped me the fuck out is I'm thinking I was like, oh, that's that's nice. I'm glad that they, you know, that they had a wedding before she passed, and sure it's okay for this bitch because she gets to, you know, what I'm saying, you know, hit hit the ground running with some old dick once he, once he passes. But I'm seeing myself like, damn, like that's gonna fuck up your credit, like like you like you know he's, <laughs> and that is the thing, yeah, because um. First off, you got medical bills. Then um, you got a divorce. Uh, a divorce, let alone, drops like 15, 20, 30 points off your motherfucking score. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Shout out to that. That's that real love. Like, <laughs> That's nigga, that I'm real. Let, yo, I love him. I'm going to let him and my credit score go down together. <laughs> oh, shit. Ain't none of them coming back. Ain't coming back. And I mean, like I said, that's a sweet ass fucking thing. And I'm pretty sure that was the last thing on her mind. I mean, she loves, she's in love with someone they're going to pass. Like you, you figure like the least you can do is kind of, you know, make it a, you know, make it official, you know, before that. But one of the things that's kind of fucked up because old girl that I'm seeing, she has an asshole prick for a daddy, which, you know, which makes sense why she likes my ass. But uh, he like <laughs> believes because she was once married before that she's just ruined and that she should just live on her own, raise her fucking bastard babies and, you know, just do it all herself. She fucked up by getting, by getting divorced, even though this nigga would yeah. abuse her and do some other fucked up shit. Like that's what this old school retarded dumb fuck of a goddamn beaner believes, all because and he ain't even like he's Christian. Like it'd be one thing to be like, oh well, the Bible says that you know you never really divorce someone, but that's fucking bullshit. Motherfucker wasn't there. He abandoned and he whooped the bitch. And you're gonna tell her she deserves to be alone? Like you motherfucker, call me yeah. Bin Laden's cousin all you want to, but like to tell this bitch that like it's kind of fucked up. So like I said, you know, so that- I. No, I was going to say that is the thing. I've seen um, some fathers uh, do that in the sense of shaming their daughters. Their daughters have a bad relationship or a bad situation. It'll be the guy was a fucking rapist or a pedophile or just a piece of shit, whatever. But it's like you fucked up now because you had a man protecting you and taking care of you. And your ass want to be out there independent and let somebody play with your booty hole. Like. I don't know. It just it'd be motherfucking crazy. But I've seen that, and actually, I've seen it more dealing with. Uh, I, I've dated women of all the color spectrums except yellow. Never got down with uh, any of the Asians. Shouts out to the Asians. But uh, UCLA, UCLA, because you see Asian girls everywhere. Where I go, UCLA. But um, but no, yeah, it's just a damn shame. Uh huh. I've seen it more though with uh, I don't know in Mexican relationships of uh, a Mexican chick having like a child, 
And then the parents are like, you're ruined. Like something's come out of that vagina. You have no proof that it's a virgin vagina. You fucked up. Like, bitch, where all the white you want to? I don't believe. I don't believe. See, but it's just. It is one of those one of those wicked things. So just I, I don't fucking get it. How does it help anybody? So that's why I, I said I I applaud her. And then that's just in my mind I'm thinking, but you got some fucked up credit. Like this is you going you going to do this to yourself? Why? But don't nobody care about the future. Don't nobody care about what we're going. Let's be going somewhere. Oh, holy hot damn! But um, another um nice little. Uh, did you hear the one about the man spending $71,000 to fight a $180 speeding ticket? <laughs> oh, God damn. How the fuck do you, how do you owe, I mean, unless it's a principal thing, but how do you owe $180 and yet you're going to spend that much more to fucking to fight it? That's surely the principal, right? What the fuck? Yeah. So, shouts out to Mustafa Al Shakurja, um, who uh, sounds like a sad nigga. Now, really quickly, if I get a hundred dollar eighty dollar eight dollar ticket, Lord knows I'm not paying that because I don't want to spend hundred eighty dollars. That's all I gotta say. That's all I gotta say. So uh, apparently, he, uh, him, and his family moved to Australia from Iraq in 2002. Uh, found a country far less rife with government and police corruption. And uh, shouts out to this. Shouts out to the drum kit. <laughs> the yeah, fuck? A hot little drum kit number. I'm like, wait, hold up, he they about to spit some bars? No, drop a and, fucking uh, beat. So he got a $180 speeding ticket um, back in March of 2012, and he decided to fight it, and he still to this day is contesting it. Now, apparently in Iraq, he said he couldn't stand up to speak out, but here you can, and when you don't think it's right, um, why wouldn't you? So uh, apparently he's happy because back in Iraq, they'd be like, yo, you stole that llama, and you'd be like, no, like I've been had this llama. That's the llama's mama over there, and it's like, no, you stole that llama give me a motherfucking hand you in iraq you can't do shit about it you give up the motherfucking hand he's like out there in the u.s you could just keep complaining and complaining and complaining until you get your way so i want to be american (laughs) where did that happen at so um let's see if it says where apparently he made news because he used google earth images to make the case police um had the wrong car um apparently he was going 88 kilometers in a 60 kilometer speed zone um doesn't say where but uh yeah he fought it oh in australia yeah um so he's taking the case all the way up to australia's high court and um yeah, he just loves that he could uh, fight back. So why not, nigga? You get up out them third world countries, man. Use your first amendment rights and whatever amendments they have out in Australia. You use the motherfucking rights and complain and fight all you want. You got $71,000 to blow. Why not? Fight some niggas. Fight them. Man, buy a DeLorean. They're going to be limited. Why are you going to waste some money on this fucking shit? But hey, oh. who am I to say? <laughs> I ain't got no money to spend like that. Who am I to say? Who am I to judge? Oh, Only God. God can judge me. I think Tupac said. Only God can judge me now. <laughs> Yo, 
that's just and that's so fucking ridiculous. But you know, it, it goes to show you we live in a quote unquote free country where you can do whatever your goddamn will or uh, pay, you know Visa can you know can can charge. One of the things that um and I'm sure I was trying to send you the link on FB man, but it's just it's uh Facebook being real gay, and I don't mean that in any offensive way. I mean this like in a you know butt sex kind of way, but, but sex cock breath kind of way. But sex, crock, cock breath, and there's some shit on your teeth because of it. Um, <laughs> does Kalamazoo come up at all in the show? Um, Kansas City, no, no. Okay, well, it was it was uh, Kalamazoo, Michigan, and I heard about this uh, like a little over a week ago, and I was hearing as the updates was happening, and it was so crazy. But apparently, some cat um, was uh, driving an Uber. And he, just like nobody's business, just kind of picking up the people, you know, taking them to their spots. And at, at a total, because there's a total, I guess, of three three areas. Um, but at, at <laughs> during fucking dropping these motherfuckers off, like I'm not too sure if it was just before or afterwards. They just after dropping someone off, he felt like killing some people. All in all, there's about six wait, kills. The, the white dude. The, yes. Uh, wait, yeah, I thought we talked about that last week. No, we didn't. I don't remember talking to you last week. Motherfucker, there was no last week. We know another week. Could have sworn we talked about the Uber thing already, but no, go ahead. I mean, well, there's Uber shit's popping off all the fucking time. I mean, you get shit from fucking, from rapes to fucking, to, you know what I'm saying, brash beatings, but you had a, a legit motherfucker that was went to three separate sites and happened to, you know, cap a couple motherfuckers, and there was no rhyme or reason to it, like... Not, not to say that, you know, death is okay and that, you know, you know, we should follow vigilante justice. But this motherfucker just random out out the blue. Ain't no fucking rhyme reason to it. Like, it just didn't make any sense. I don't know. I, I don't I can't appreciate shit if it doesn't make any sense. If, if, if you kill someone artistically and, you know, I don't know, do some kind of Dexter shit and, and then also connect to some Bible passage. Like, I can kind of respect that as horrible, fucked up, twisted and ridiculous as it is. But you just have no reason like that don't make no fucking sense. And no, I, I had I had been following the story because uh, this motherfucking guy. um it was just funny because uh, it like wasn't surprising when it happened. And oh, let me guess, uh, middle-aged white male with a legal own gun. Yeah, that fits the description. That's this shit like this happens a lot, but no one's no one's concerned about those Caucasian middle-aged males. We're not going to worry about them. They're, and, I mean, they're killing people with legal guns. So and, just and, let, it, let it happen. Let and it I happen. love that there's receipts, there's paperwork, but, they, but they'll but they go through the effort and they'll say law, law enforcement officers have uh, have not disclosed where the guns are purchased. But yet, if a nigga gets something, they'll find out who the fuck has it, how he got it from him, and, with, and who that motherfucker's fucking like. It just... It, <laughs> When I just when I, when I see shit and nothing pops off, nothing happens from it. It's just like, for real, for real, what the fuck? What what can you yeah. do? No, and um, it um, there was another shooting because uh, there was that Uber shooting uh, that happened, and then there was the Kansas shooting of uh, the brother that went crazy, went back up to his job and shot the motherfucking place up, killed three people, wounded fourteen others. Um, this shooter was actually a brother. Chloe doesn't believe he can get his taxes done. By the uh, name of Cedric Ford, and um, this guy, uh, what's up? Have you done your taxes? 
Yeah. Yeah, been there, that. yeah, you're you're like she's like is it is that why you've been on permanent vacay for so long? You're like oh, shit, shit. I, shit, I got I wish I got two babies. <laughs> I ain't going back. I can kiss my yeah, ass. Yeah, the the part that they don't uh, inform motherfuckers is like when you married and you don't own a house and shit. Yeah, they take all that money. Yeah, that's that's why I'm voting for, really? for Bernie. Uh, yeah, let's take the taxes from the the people with all the money. That yeah, we're in that middle class now. That that's where all the money's coming from. <laughs> oh shit, that's where those taxes are coming from. That's my my me and Skips is getting hit by that. So um, yeah, so shout out to uh, motherfucking income taxes. I'm I'm but, technically uh, in poverty still. Damn, you you must be blessed in middle class. Blessed. <laughs> But no, uh, no, it was a brother that uh, shot up at um, this Kansas spot or whatever, and um, he wasn't uh, handcuffed and arrested. We got the Uber guy that's going to go to trial, but uh, the brother, they made sure to uh, take that nigga down because he was he was uh, unrest. 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 Probably bumping some trap music. Yo, and it's actually funny because uh, there was a video later on of um, a couple of... um, days or like a week or so before the shooting he was uh listening to that new drake and he was just dancing in a circle in like a living room it was some white girl in the background combing her hair and uh, actually y'all uh, let me see if i can find that video real quick because the uh, shooter yeah the dude that uh <laughs> get the shooting. see so, uh, you see what black music does to the youth turns them crazy see what that motherfucking hot- summertime in the sids do Oh shit! All this hotline bling had this nigga's gun ratatatating, going ratatat. Oh yeah, here we go right here. Um, yeah, Kansas mass shooter recording himself dancing to Drake summer sixteen days before killing four people at his uh, work. <laughs> Our world dramatic. That's so. That's so fucking terrible. Oh, hold up. Is this a guy? What? Yeah, let me uh mute this over here. See, oh, this yeah, this should be a reason man. to boycott against Drake. <laughs> so the brother. Yo, so he he really feeling that shit, yo. He's like, well, what did the lyrics just say? He's like, seeking for revenge. Listen to those lyrics. It was, I, I blame Drake. Drake made oh. him do it. Drizzy made me do it. Yo. Holy hot damn. You know what? Some some other some other what the fuck shits. And this happened last year, but we finally got the bitch. Um, and I'm sure try to pull up her name here. But um, this one bitch who couldn't stand another bitch having another bitch stabbed the bitch and yanked out the little mini bitch. Now there is a I totally so I'm assuming there was a lot of bitches involved in this story. Ooh, if, uh, if, if the information you're giving me is correct, I'm I'm hearing there's a lot of bitches to come. Boy, is that. I tell you, uh, it happened in uh, Colorado. I want to say Boulder, Colorado, which is usually one of the more um, and I fucking my uh, my shit is not is not working. Bruh. Let me see if I can send this, send this shit to you. I hope uh, you, can, you can pull it up here if need be. Popo, Popo giving out uh, 
motherfucking uh, governments there with with the Facebook. Uh, oh no, no, you, you no, you know I don't show my, I don't have no damn governments on that bitch. I is okay, <laughs> but it goes uh, mother to be stabbing uh, trial fucking c- comes away, and I think they they finally pronounced you fucking guilty on this shit. But I don't know if you remember this happened last year, and I'm really trying for my internet to fucking pull it up. Uh, but pretty much there's this lady. I think her name was Dinell Lane. Or Jennifer Beck, Michelle, some shit. Um, she pretty much she had was selling some shit on Craigslist. I think it was baby clothes. And a lady who was pregnant, about to have a baby, comes up and this bitch stabs the, the baby out her goddamn womb. And um, yeah, just hold on, let me see. And I'm not doing this shit justice. Her, her uh, and I guess yeah, it is that that some shit lane. But yeah, she just, I mean, she lured him. And, and, you, and you figure like, okay, it's a little bit unnerving to go to, you know what I'm saying, to meet someone on Craigslist, you know, buy some shit. But you figure you're buying fucking baby clothes. Like, it's not like you're trying to, I don't know, get a car or, you know what I'm saying, you're selling some pussy online. Like, you're buying baby clothes. And, and that's just going to pop off. Like, it's... It shows you how horrible the world is. And people do not give a fuck. They'll get you any way that they can. So her name was, yeah, Dinelle Lane, who was 35. She started the attack, you know, Michelle Winkins, um, which which happened at Lane's, you know, Longmont home back in March of last year. So it's literally been a year, and they're barely getting to this. But, and they still have her, I mean, stay trying to figure out whether she was, you know, guilty of the attempted first-degree murder, which, bitch, it happened at your house. How else can a fucking fetus come out of this goddamn bitch's womb at your fucking house unless something had perpetuated that shit to it? Like, I, I don't have no been- idea how that happened. Um, that bitch slipped and fell and that baby came out she just tried to sue me because she miscarried that was Yo. a miscarriage that baby that baby wanted to get out i don't even know i heard the baby talking said i want to get out she said so I I help i'm guilty what can i say i'm guilty <laughs> i guess i helped the baby it was gonna be a little mud i seen how dark he, that brother he, he was he was smothering he couldn't breathe how he supposed to breathe in her belly her mouth too far away from the baby it, it right. don't make any sense. It no, but you know what's what's fucked up is that she's a mother of I think four, and apparently what she kind of was given in testimony is that this bitch didn't even want any kids. So I almost feel like in a fucked up way, do you think maybe she was like kids are horrible? Don't do it. Matter of factly, let me save you the trouble. Not only do I not want to sell you this these fucking three little uh, onesies for you know for five dollars, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna take the baby out. Let me just let me help you, you know with that. You don't understand right now. That that woman that cut the baby out is probably a Republican because you know they like to stick their nose in everybody else's business. So she was probably like, you know what, I'm gonna abort that baby for you. So uh, don't don't go to Planned Parenthood. I, I'm glad that you came. Let, let me let me let me do this real quick. We defunded them bitches anyway. So um, holy hot damn shit that made you go. You know what? Evil looking bitch too. She would have been better protected if she came with a few of them things. You know what I'm talking about? Talking about them, uh, them biscuits. A few of them things, you know what I'm talking about? Because uh, this man, this Windsor man, got arrested for having a few of them things. So I'm just saying, you should have a few of them things, if you know what I'm talking about. Like wine coolers? No, like them things. Because uh, this Windsor man got fined for crossing the border because he had uh, 38 of them things strapped to his legs. I'm talking about 38 turtles. 
His brother had 38 turtles what strapped the fuck? his legs, had them things, and he was trying to get them from Canada to the U.S., and they wasn't having it. They was like, we see them things. They they moving. This is a Mexican going across the Canadian border? <laughs> so, no, this is a Windsor man, and he got snap, uh, slapped with a fine and probation order after he attempted to cross the Canadian-U.S. border with 38 turtles strapped to his legs. Um, Dong Yang guess the race Dumb. was convicted in the provisal of um, offenses court for illegally important reptiles in Canada that were transported in contravention of a foreign state's law. The court imposed a 24 month uh, probation order, fine them $3,500, so on and so forth. And um, but holy hot damn. Yeah. That brother was like, yo, he's some cute turtles, man. I gotta take them back. <laughs> but kids see him. The yo. wife already on me, man. I lost my job. Wife on me said I ain't shit. That motherfucking motherfucking birthday is coming up. What am I supposed to do? She told me, motherfucker, if you don't come back with some Skrilla, then don't bring your ass home at all. I got a few of them things, though. I got them, them snapping things. turtles. They snap. point, points to his dick. Yo, that's fucking ridiculous. For real, for real. Well, what's the market value for fucking turtles nowadays? Like, I don't even... Was he going to paint them in different colors and I try know. to... Is there a fucking market for that shit? I, I got my turtles from the... Um, the Was it the Garment District out in uh, L.A.? When you go down there in a little spizot out uh, downtown where they got the clothes and on all Chinatown? the little shops. You really uh, got turtles? Well, yeah, they it was some essays on the corner had some motherfucking turtles or whatever. I think it's selling oranges and turtles. Yo, we got them turtles, we got them oranges. Yo, come get turked up. What we got? We got them green leaves. Holy hot damn! Well, that's but, definitely uh, some some motherfucking what the fuck. I do want to bring up one quick little thing before we go on to the to the next one. Um, it's just on the realm of uh, motherfuckers from Canada. Fucking Canadian man Edgar uh, uh, Latulip. Cracks his own cold case after 30 years. Nobody bothered looking for his ass, so he had to find himself, fucking <laughs> like like a true to life fucking Waldo, because you could not pick this motherfucker out of a lineup unless he was just you know he was looking real hard. Yeah. It goes it goes with 30 years. Edgar Little didn't remember his own name and or realize he was living 80 miles from home. This poor retarded son of a bitch. Where there were. Uh, uh, was a competing theories about how and where he had uh, most likely died because who expected retarded to last fucking you know more than the natural lifespan of he, was he really retarded i don't know but uh, uh it goes no one had uh, had had seen him since september 1986 so so when local news had accounts of this shit that he had disappeared from a well because he, he disappeared from a group home so i just imagine if he was that if he was i'd imagine he'd be young because he doesn't look too old living in a group home like i'm pretty sure he was something unstable so apparently he jumped on a bus uh bound for the south side of uh, lake ontario where you know all them thugs be i think that's where uh you know drake got his big break Mm-hmm. Being a broken leg nigga in the show Degrassi. Anyways, and he assumed a new identity. He settled in the new city. I mean, he pretty much built a whole new life. And I mean, there was just recollections of just him. And I, I, I'm trying to wonder where the fuck he was at to where he kind of he just realized like, hey, I'm that guy. Like, wait, mama. All, all I hear is I hear the story of a man that got lost and nobody went out to look for him. That's all. That's all I hear. He was like, well, I guess I'll just come over to new life. Don't nobody give a fuck about me in my old life. 
Oh, yes. And I, and I guess I do remember there's a reason why I'm being as fucked up as I am to this guy. And poor, and poor man, because I, I know I know the struggle that he's in. Uh, but in 86, though, he was 20. He's a, he was a 21 year old man and he had a pretty much a 12 year old's body. Mm. I mean, a 20 year old, a 12 year old's yeah, mind. mind. Yeah. So, oh, yeah, yeah. so I think it's I mean, he did have that partial disability. And I mean, I could just I mean, I don't know, like, what what would you do in that situation? I mean, kind of just not not to say whether it's right or wrong, because obviously it's a fucking it's a full time job and shit. But if you had to deal with someone with that kind of disability, would you and you had the money? Would you just put them in a home? Would you try to, you know what I'm saying, have them be it, try to be a contributing member to society? Or just keep the motherfucker in the cage all day or in the fucking basement like the fucking hunchback in Notre Dame? No, that's the thing. There's like all kinds of programs in schools and different things to help. Um, my uh, motherfucking uh, brother, um, brother-in-law or whatever, he's in. Um, he works with the disabled and um, he works with a lot of the same people and all that. And a lot of them, depending on disability, like even if you go to like Fry's, Fry's, shouts out to Fry's, Fry's is notorious for um, having disabled people, you know, work bagging and doing different things like that and all that. So, um, so yeah, so I mean, there's ways for the people to survive if they have additional help, but uh, yeah, they're definitely not uh, getting by on their motherfucking own, but um yeah. Oh, yeah, it's it's funny because uh, just speaking of just not being able to get by, I was like my old man, my old my Gramps, he's retired. Motherfucker still owes the IRS. Like they're 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 they saying that he saved too much, and they make his ass pay. Like ain't that a motherfucker? So he has to. He was when it was. I only bring this up because we're telling we'll fucking get a job. He's like, I don't want to fucking work. It's the whole reason why I saved and was a Jew that I was, so I could fucking have enough to retire. Uh, yeah. But he was complaining about having to pay and shit. So they're like, "Well, fucking go work at Walmart. Even they have the fucking cripple man at the fucking beginning of the, st- in the front of the store. He don't need to. He don't need to stand up or you know what I'm saying. Walk around, just sit on your ass and fucking you know. Just got sit and wave. You know what I'm saying? Just yeah. sit and wave. But that motherfucking alarm go off. Just point. He went that way. <laughs> Over there. Yep, I seen yeah. him over. Uh, did he go left or right after? I don't know, but he went that way. No, but see, but but even then though, like, and and I've seen this just in other things before. You know, little nanny cams, and I mean, we can't really judge situations from from bad seeds, but. I don't know. I just feel like there's just there's not enough contributed to that. And, and I don't know if you know this, but Arizona, we're one of the worst um, investors of education. Like motherfucking ignoramuses in fucking Missouri. No offense to Missouri. But, you know, fucking most, most or I won't say most, but uh, there's a lot of uh, conservative states like that um, because conservatives are all about, oh, less government, less government. Government doesn't need to be involved in anything unless I'm talking about a woman's reproductive rights. Unless I'm talking about some other fucking minorities or unless I'm talking about uh, uh, welfare and shit. But no, that is the thing. They take money out of education programs. I had talked about that. Uh, I think that was a couple years ago. Um, they did that with uh, defunding of schools and all that. And uh, that shit hit preschools and closed up a lot of preschools. And I that hit like my family. Kai didn't get to go to preschool because all the fucking preschools in the area, it was about two to three thousand dollars a month to Yo. have them go to preschool because all of the actual free preschool preschool programs are not in these fucking conservative areas. Yo, and that, that was another thing too that I was kind of looking into because I was like, I was thinking to myself because you know, looking old girl, she was a little kid that's ready for that for that grade. I'm like, 
motherfucker, didn't they? Oh, no, because the youngest one, I was like, I remember going to that shit for free. Like, they charge for that shit? Like, ain't that a motherfucker? You would think, like, unless the government knows that we're fucked and these, we're, we're just going to, you know, raise a bunch of fucking sheep. Like, you figure we want to invest in the youth. If anyone's going to get us out of this shit, is you figure we would want them to deal with it, or at least to be smart and competent enough to be able to deal with shit. So unless oh. they're going to... Well, no, Papo, because uh, according to an Egyptian court, uh, they ain't fucking with the youth neither. <laughs> For real? What the fuck are you talking about? Egyptian uh, court sentences a three-year-old to life in jail? Ain't that a little fucking soon? Apparently, the little nigga didn't enroll in a preschool, got caught up with the wrong crowd, and as that story goes, three years old, listening to that Chief Keef CD, because you know oh, it's out shit. in Egypt. Bang bang. Bang 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 was 16 months old when the state accuses him of killing three people and damaging state and public property. Ahmed could barely talk at the time. Now the police is saying that this is a fact mistaken identity that the person they're looking for is his 50-year-old uncle or an uncle in his 50s. But to add to the confusion of all this, the army is saying that Ahmed Sharara is, in fact, a 16-year-old teenager. So it doesn't even look like the state actually knows who, in fact, they're looking for. Uh, But uh, this boy, this uh, now three-year-old toddler, uh, has had his name in this court case. And one thing that I find quite interesting is the fact that when the police first came to arrest uh, this toddler, they ended up taking his father instead, which really just speaks to wider issues with Egypt's judicial system. That's right. So you have the police coming to his household. Uh, They are looking for uh, Ahmed. Uh, The father presents the birth certificate, shows Ahmed as being a toddler. Uh, The police, not leaving empty-handed, take the father uh, to the police station, and it's four months later that he is released from jail after talking to a judge and showing the paperwork that he is not, in fact, Ahmed, uh, telling the judge that uh, he is, uh, that his, his, uh, that Ahmed is a toddler. Despite that, Ahmed's name is still in this case, but it does speak to the broader situation here in Egypt, talking to human rights advocates. They're saying that this is actually quite common, where uh, you have mistaken identity. You have cases where someone who is accused of a crime literally couldn't be the person that committed that crime because they were already in prison when that alleged crime occurred. So they say uh, this is just rampant throughout Egypt. Another instance is where you have hundreds of people arrested uh, for a crime. The investigation lasts about 24 hours, yet 100 people are all uh, given one sentence. These trials don't last very long either. Uh, And so one advocate, uh, human rights advocate, told us that it really just uh, shows the mistrust that it or uh, that Egyptian people have with their judiciary when you have cases like this constantly happening. Yeah, but thankfully, the case with this uh, toddler was uh, eventually cleared up. Um, Inley, yeah. thank you so much. Appreciate that. There was some, some other shit. There's some other what the fuck I remember listening to that this kid who had some fucking Ali Akbar fucking name who was only about two years old, he was on the list. 
So when they went to the fucking airport, this fucking name that's on the list comes up. They screen him and they say, excuse me, you're five, you're three or five year old, whatever the fuck. He's wanted for murder in so many fucking countries. He was back in 1920, uh, 1992. He was in from, he was related to so-and-so and so-and-so. Like, motherfucker, he's three years old. Yes. He has the same name. Yes. He might be a fucking, uh, the fucking, the blood of a jihadi, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Yes. He terrorizes my carpet at home. Yes. He shoots everywhere. And it screams his balls off fucking might be yelling fucking uh, uh, some kind of demigod's name. We don't fucking know. He's Google Gaga still. Fucking kid. What do you mean he can't get on this goddamn plane? The, the fucking the most deadliest shit about it is when he's holding his pampas, son. <laughs> that shit dangerous, yo. But, um, Stank is what it does. Stank. No, it's just it's insanity. And that's the thing that, like, I argue... <laughs> coming over to America and the issues with um, America's uh, law system and the cops, uh, the different issues with the certain cops that are bad. Um, it's just interesting when like America, you'll have some people like, Oh, people think they have it bad out here. Look how it is out there. And uh, so on and so forth. But the thing I would like to say is you should always kind of look at a country and how they treat their poor or their lower class. However, they treat the people at the bottom is how they will treat anyone if they get the opportunity to. And so, um, the issue is you have like some countries that have always since the beginning of time been fucked up and um corrupt but then you also have good civilizations that start going bad over a while and that's one thing that people need to recognize is um like i hate how we hold the judicial and certain things up as oh because they're a law system it's perfect and it never makes mistakes and it's like, no, it's run by a bunch of humans and humans ain't shit and humans fuck shit up and if you get enough ain't shit people together they can do a lot of fucked up shit it's not that difficult i'm so, still uh, i'm still kind of shocked that they put a three-year-old in life when supposedly other countries have far less prisoners than we do and seeing that so i'm the, curious this three this three-year-old must have done some shit i'm just saying <laughs> and that is the thing so we um like people in other countries are going to jail for like crazy weird shit but their jail is more of like detention camp like really to keep people away or to torture people or shit like that and then outside of that everyone basically lives out and about yo it's actually funny um i came across this motherfucking website um i'm gonna see if i could bring it up on here yo peep game so there's this uh website called if it were my home and you go to if it were my home.com have you heard of this no, but it reminds me of something else that I wanted to show you. So uh, you go to ifitweremyhome.com, and it has all these different countries, and you pick a country and see, and it compares what your life would be like if you were born there. And I think this is very important because as you look at it in the world, um, you're born, it's a lottery. Like, it matters what side of these imaginary lines you're born on, and you're, you know, you don't get to pick where you're born. So let's just say, oh, here's a good one. The first one, Afghanistan. Let's take a look at this. If you were born in Afghanistan, um, you would die 29 years sooner. You'd be uh, 19 times more likely to die in infancy. You'd be about 4.8 really? times more likely to be unemployed. You would make 97% less money, but you would consume, or you would also consume 99% less oil. You would 
would spend 92.4% less money on healthcare, use 99% less electricity, you'd be 88% less likely to be in prison, but you'd be 71% more likely to be murdered, you'd be 83% less likely to have uh, kids, and you would have 2.9 times as many more babies. So, so, so hood rats, what were you going to say? Uh, yeah, you'd have some hood rats uh, running out there in a um, little motherfucking Afghanistan. But um, I just thought this shit was uh, crazy. And here's another real quick one, uh, considering these are our biggest competition in the world, Russia. Um, if you were born in Russia instead of the United States, uh, you would die nine years sooner. You'd be uh, 20% less likely to be unemployed, but you would make 65% less money. Uh, you would spend 90% less money on health care. Shouts out to that, America. You 10% of your health care bills is uh, about what you would be spending out in Russia. Um, you'd have uh, 90 or you'd have 10% less free time. You'd be 2.4 times more likely to be murdered, but you would consume 60% less oil, you would use 40% less electricity and be 32% uh, less likely to be in prison, but you would be 66% more likely to have AIDS. You would be 14% more likely to die in infancy. You would experience 6% less of a class divide and you would have 11% fewer babies. So uh, holy hot damn to uh, what your life would be like if you grew up in another country. That's one thing I, I just like. Yo, did we that. ever go, and I want to see, you might have brought this up about the Equipay um, app. Did we ever talk no, about that? I think so. No? Well, then I want to try to shoot you the link so you can fucking pull this on up. And then uh, actually, I, I sent something about really quickly, and I guess I'll just kind of shout it out. No, no reason to fucking actually pull up the article. But apparently this fucking, they're recalling a bunch of the chocolates. Uh, they're <laughs> in a fucked up way. There's a bunch of like Milky Ways and Snickers out there with fucking straight up plastic inside of them. Uh, yeah, that's that's definitely not not a good thing. But anyway, so there's this so there's a store. This is app called the Equipay application, and it pretty much changes or uh, splits. Because you know, like when you go out to eat, you know, you usually split the bill or some shit like that. Well, there's a there's a there's an app that you can actually that will. I guess split shit down to what your privilege is and how much you should be paying. So pretty much it kind of, it has all these shits in one hand. So it goes up a huge dilemma for progressives on one hand. It's terribly, but I ain't going to even fucking read this shit, but pretty much the way it breaks it down to like, if you're, let's say, uh, obviously a fucking, I don't know, a middle-aged white male, you're going to be paying, I don't know, about 66% more than you would if you're a, I don't know, black female. Uh, oh, Wow. Yo, so there's this guy, some fucking gamer dude. And this is where you can truly show your fucking colors when you go online to bitch about certain things. And and I've seen a rampage of just of white motherfuckers getting uh, I mean, we're all gonna bitch, you know what I'm saying? So you gotta think about you gotta think about the white man out here trying to being pissed off because if you were to split pit split the tab with the homies, you know what I'm saying, you're gonna end up having to pay for sixty six percent of the bill. You know, and how can you front? I mean, if you wanted to be truly fucking equal, but obviously they ain't having it. And I'm not going to go over into reading this fucking story, but it's quite uh, interesting to see where you would rank and what you would end up paying. Holy high damn. So, so check your motherfucking privilege, yo. Yeah, check your privilege. Now, uh, speaking of motherfuckers uh, checking or not checking a privilege or however the hell you want to put it. And <laughs> 
Um, Pablo, did you know millennials um, aren't eating cereal? And apparently it's far too difficult. Aren't you a millennial? No, the millennials, and actually that poses a good question, because when does it start, uh, millennials? Supposedly the ones that were, that were raised in the 2000s. Actually, no, I guess no, that would be wrong. Because I thought, because I, thought, I remember Pepsi commercials. I remember Britney Spears talking about Y2K. Isn't, isn't the Y2K generation the millennials? Yeah, and apparently, holy hot damn, I am a millennial. Would you look at that? Uh, Lazy yeah, black man, uh, I knew it. <laughs> Millennials are most researchers and commentators uh, use birth years ranging from the early 1980s to the early 2000s. So um, but we're the yeah, whatever. Yeah. After Generation X. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we apparently feel and nigga, you a millennial, too. What you talking about? But uh, it says uh, snap, crackle and pop no more. Serial producers have seen profits declining for more than a decade. And a new report suggests these uh, no account lazy millennials are to blame the new york times published a story earlier this week about the breakfast staple that found young adults have been turning away from cereal because of the overwhelmingly has or the overwhelming hassle of pouring it into a bowl adding milk <laughs> eating it then cleaning up the dishes almost 40 percent of the millennials surveyed by mindtel for its 2015 report says cereal was an inconvenient breakfast choice because they had to clean up after eating it and also, Yo, I don't make uh, no goddamn sense. And it just uh, it also noted that uh, the 15 year decline in cereal sales in the United States from uh, 13.9 billion in 2000 to 10 billion in 2015. So they're still making billions of dollars, just as not as many billions of dollars as they used to. Because so, now, you know why the millennials are happy. Now, see, I think that's a stupid because they, they, that's the biggest thing. This was a bit of old ass man who wrote the article. That's one of the, all, all this shit that's been going on. That's been the run on joke about how millennials are too lazy and how because we're blessed with technology and we don't got to, and we can't remember a motherfucking phone number all because we grew up in the, I mean, we're, we're, we're growing in the age of everything else is that when they sell these cereals they're fucking putting it especially in stores like when they fucking um push it in the aisles or your fucking walmart like they know what cereals to put fucking yay three feet high so yeah. that the kids can see it so the kids can grab it and the kids can fucking drop it in the shit or throw a goddamn fit if you don't give them the motherfucker with the star wars on it you know what i'm saying so like they do this shit and they're obviously aiming at a certain crew so i I don't know how they develop with the study unless they're just strictly talking shit, but they don't aim cereals at us. And if anything, as a fucking stoner, that's the best goddamn food there is. And that's the simplest. Like, I don't got to heat up nothing. <laughs> I, 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 I literally open two things, pour them into one. You know what I'm saying? I don't even need a goddamn spoon. Keep it gangsta. Keep it gangsta. Keep it gangsta. I just, just put, so if I you want to keep it gangsta, put water in that bitch. Just rawr. Yeah, yo. if you want to take it back to the hood, yo. I used yo. to put water in my cereal. Yo, I, I mean, legitimately, oh, I can give a fuck about a fork. Like, I eat with my hands, and, and, I, don't, and I don't even give a fuck about Indian traditions. Of, I eat with the hand and wipe my ass with it. I don't give no fucks. It's, it's all it's, it's coming out of one hand <laughs> and the other. I'm just saying, full circle. You did. Full circle. Full motherfucking circle. I guess but, taking um, it to fucking somewhere that, that we ain't yet yet. Yes. Yeah, let's take in the motherfucking pop culture, yo. And uh, let's call up. Don't blind me with the lights. Oh, no paparazzi? Okay. I guess I'll keep going. Oh, no, no. We're going to call up Siri. What's happening, oh, bitch? 
Tell me something good. I'll try harder. Can you shake it for a real nigga? My pleasure. Oh, that's what I wanted to hear, bitch. Say it again. My pleasure. Say it with some goddamn pep in your step, bitch. My pleasure. I don't really feel like you fucking know what I'm trying to tell you. Everything is just fine. Says Everything you. is not fine, Siri. She always lies at the end with that bullshit. Um, somebody Yo, else who does really it. quickly. Wait, wait for it. Legendary. I'm kidding. No, but uh, if you ask Siri about, you know, what's the meaning of life or will life get better? This bitch will say the worst is yet to come. That is some real shit, my brother. The worst has yet to come. Oh, you think this is bad, nigga? Wait till the devil puts his porcupine up your butthole. That I'm just. I don't, bad. I don't know what that bitch knows. I don't put nothing in my phone. <laughs> now, uh, Valletta Wallace uh, says that, um, or Who's according, that? baby mama, LA, mama, yeah, Biggie's mama. According to uh, LAPD detective Greg Kading, um, Valletta Wallace knows that Puff Daddy and Suge Knight had some responsibility in Biggie's murder. Um, this uh, goes off of the prominent uh, murder rap that we talked about a couple episodes ago. Um, he makes the claim in an interview where he says that the former officer um, or during the show, he says that uh, he went to Wallace's house before the release of his 2011 book. While on the visit, he says that he sat down with her and explained to her what he had discovered in the police investigation. Um, he says they sat there. It was a very emotional encounter, but she was, um, he says, understanding clearly what had happened and thinks she was uh, start, uh, um, she was starting to see that other people were responsible uh, than who she had previously believed on the Russell Poole nonsense. So uh, Kading says that uh, his his answer to the Tupac Biggie murders is that uh, Suge Knight hired Bloods member uh, Poochie to kill Big in retaliation for um, Puff Daddy trying to give this baby lane dude, or he got this baby lane dude who was a crip to uh, kill Tupac. And so uh, it's just some more he say, she say. And um, yeah, I mean, of course, like, you got a woman who, like, the cops ain't solved her son's murder. The cops don't give a fuck. That's part of the joke. So news, the bitch. Ain't nobody trying to solve this fucking case. And so I would imagine if somebody came to me with some new evidence, I could be like, you know what? That does sound right. I need some closure in my motherfucking head. So, um... I don't know, but this is it, definitely it, something that's never going to get solved, because... Uh, and this is based on that, that res... Yeah. I mean, they, they would have known. Cause, wait, isn't it some shit to where if you don't solve it within the first 48 hours, it's just you ain't going to figure it out? Or what? what's that? Or is it well, just, is that uh, what a cold case is? Well, no, that's the uh, stats. If you don't solve it within 48 hours, it's nearly impossible to solve it, basically. So, I mean, so unless you're going to take into account, you know what I'm saying, uh, public eye or, you know what I'm saying, scenes or whatever the fuck evidence you can type to even hope to gather um i mean they're, they're not just gonna do it so i know when they when you talk about that one movie and i'm not sure if it's relevant to them to the movie right from before it's just yeah. i don't know like i understand i would understand wanting closure because that's just something that you can never die down and can, can we say that it was very important what uh they did or you know what i yeah. mean papak and biggie I mean, these are motherfucking legends these are motherfuckers that really can't go away um 
and and I, and I kind of want to stay in, in the realm of just the kind of music and shit that kind of won't go away before we kind of move on to the next one you're trying to bring up. Mm. Uh, but allegations, if they're facetious or, you know what I'm saying, or their reputation uh, ripping, that shit kind of don't go away. Kind of like herpes. And I imagine our next uh, topic, um, Queen, is uh, oh, probably also has had herpes before, I'm sure. Uh, but Kesha, you heard about the whole Kesha shit and, and Dr. Yeah, Luke, right? I've been following Yo, the Kesha. So this this whole thing that's been going on and is that she alleges allegates that that you know uh dr luke who's very fam- famous and very adamant very um um what you call it very uh not popular but well i mean this motherfucker is pretty much the golden child for for i forget what fucking label they're under on universal or Sony. This is pretty much the motherfucker that lays a golden egg. This motherfucker has the hits. He's worked with some of the the biggest stars, and it says, or there's you know there's allegations that she you know that he had uh, you know came on to her, or that he had fucked her, or he had drugged her, or just did all this shit. Pretty much sexually abused the bitch. Now, and this kind of goes into the realm of before about that one bitch who's who's suing uh, James Dean for raping her and their fucking porn stars. Like not to say that that's part of the business, and not to say that because she kind of plays the fucking aloof fucking waking up in the morning smelling like fucking jack daniels feeling like pit diddy which i'm pretty sure is a reference to her getting dicked by niggas like it's just there's no better way um <laughs> but <laughs> it's terrible but i mean she kind of and this is what kind of i guess goes with the whole thing of you know crying wolf or you know saying being you know like victimized for for being a hoe or you know what i'm saying whether or not that was just an image like who, why would you want to be a act like a drunk dumb hoe like i don't know so so no yeah and she's suing to get out of her contract and she's saying how he had raped her and then the big controversy came out that he released a video of a deposition that they did from 2011 when she said that he hadn't raped her um, to which she then responded that she had said that on the deposition because he had threatened to hurt her and so on and so forth. And um, throughout this whole thing, in 100% honesty, I'm rocking with Kesha. I do believe that Dr. Luke was sexually abusing her and taking advantage of her throughout her career. Um, I'm pretty sure it started off as him um, tricking her young ass into thinking that they were in a relationship together in some way or form. And um, I'm pretty sure he abused her mentally and sexually. And that's where that whole fucking Illuminati puppet thing came from. Like when she came out, it was like, oh, that's the Illuminati's new baby right there. Mm -hmm. And so I'm pretty sure fucking Dr. Luke took advantage of her because um, fucking the music industry ain't shit. And they see a young, pretty young girl and oh, we're going to make you famous look at all this money and we're going to fucking sexually do what we want to do with you and 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 see in that case like it makes sense and not to say that it's okay that we kind of give passing to that but you gotta you gotta think these people who see these young talents come in and out the fucking doors all the goddamn time a lot of them are still studio hoes ashanti she was a famous studio ho for being that bitch that was always around the studio fucking after she got done slobbing a couple of motherfuckers hey i guess if you want to sing shit why the fuck not she could she could she could carry a tune and the melody with my dick in her mouth let's see what she does in front of the mic without something fucking going down the goddamn throat not to say that that's what Kesha is, and she definitely will be seen more of the whole than Ashanti would. But you know, her being young and impressionable, like it makes sense 
that she would be taken advantage of. Now her playing the kind of the, the, the drunk bitch at the party, like not to say that it makes it okay, but it's kind of like, well, you're being the drunk bitch at the party. You slopped a couple of niggas and you know, you happen to fucking get a deal. Like, I don't know. I, I can see well, the, and I would say that's still the label because yeah. it was taking advantage of her behind yeah. the scene. And then they yeah. were promoting her the label of looking like a hoe. So whenever she did say, Hey, some shit happened, it'd be like, Oh, well you always look like a hoe. It's like, well, yeah, the motherfucker. That's the image you gave me. Motherfuckers who are promoting me. Like, (laughs) and and it's definitely the pimp host situation. Like to a T it's legitly a pimp and hoe relationship because you know what I'm saying? Pimp is going, is going to make, make shit off of you and just pretty much throw you away when you're down. Like it's, it's a terrible thing. That's how at the end of the day with this whole thing though i just don't get why sony just won't let her out of the label like even at this point if they feel dr luke ain't did nothing wrong kind of there's enough bad press on this that no one's going to support a kesha album coming out on sony and as we can tell by all this friction and the fact that dr luke um uh, in the contract, he has to produce like sit songs on each of her albums and like pop music isn't like hip hop. You don't just, oh, here's sits beats, my nigga, for your album. No, in pop music, you're sitting there, you're writing songs together, you're coming up with stuff, you're in the studio. So sit songs is sits sessions, sits, um, you know, instances with a motherfucker. And that's just finalized shit. Who knows what other shit just didn't get released? And then, yeah. and, and well, I no, too, no, like, that's in her, in the contract, she has uh, to do sits songs per album with dr luke so at the end of the day like oh that, that's, no his deal. To... That's, a, that's his bottom end of shit fucking okay but so see... that's the reason why she wants out of the label because she's like even if i continue to make music um the money is still going in his pockets and i still have to work with him so she's like i just want to get out the contract <laughs> which <laughs> is uh funny because your boy zane from one direction just got out of his contract right yeah, I don't even know. I wasn't paying attention. Fuck the nigga, and I'm jealous. I got to fuck Ellie Golding, and I really want to. I really want to see my dick in her mouth. I just feel like, and she. And she one thing I kind of give her credit for, and I'm pretty sure she could, she could hold the tune with a dick in her mouth, and I'm pretty sure like two short shared. I bet she can't move like that with the dick in her, but I really feel like she can. Uh, she sounds like live, just like she does in the studio. Like her voice, like it's not. I I thought she was just auto tuned the fuck up. She she's just a weirdo like that. And she sounds like that, which is pretty dope. But um, as far as getting out of contract though, especially with all this bad, whether you would kind of consider bad publicity, the record label can't let her go and then have her get all this pretty much all this tension again. Oh, and poor Miss, I I got raped and shit. Which mind you, I'm not yeah. making fun of that. It's a terrible thing. But she she has a spotlight on her. Wherever she goes, people are either going to want to support her or at least be there for her. So as a label, kind of being the motherfucker, like oh we can't do shit with you, but you know what? Just to be a prick, we're not going to let you go anywhere else either because you we're yeah. we're doing damage control how we gonna allow you to make someone else money you won't so make money bitch. for us so yes. we can't let you make money anywhere else so your music career is just over you'll just sit at home for 20 years until that album comes out and if you never fucking do it then i mean unless she just goes under a different alias you figure <laughs> how hard would it be to do that and it almost makes me wonder and i'm not I'm not too sure because i'm not too much of a music historian but like it almost makes me feel like you pull a fucking prince your your name is owned somewhere else oh. then motherfucker you're the symbol formerly known as prince <laughs> like and that was <laughs> the greatest shit ever because the people who don't fully understand that shit the issue was that prince was recording so much music his record label couldn't 
keep up. And he kept coming out. I got a new album ready to come out. And they were like, no, Prince, the last one just came out like 10 months ago. We can't put out another album. And Prince was mad, but they wanted to milk the profits of every single CD. You let in, you just, you, you pump it out there for a year. And Prince was like, no, nigga, I've dropped like new shit, like every three to six months. And so Prince uh, did that alias thing and all that. So he could release music out of his contract, uh, outside of his contract. And then he started releasing shit under like different names different aliases like there's a ton there's like 50 prince albums in existence out there like, no way that I, know, insane. I know that he still sells out and he can fucking turn up a club like nobody's fucking business and bitches yeah. that are damn near vintages are so throwing the pussy at him i know that for damn sure did you see his uh passport picture Nah. <laughs> Yo, motherfucking TMZ uh caught motherfucking um a picture of uh Prince's uh passport. Someone fucking photocopy it? Uh fucking here we go. Um no, the picture got fucking released and uh so shouts out to motherfucking Prince who's uh uh G model. introducing by and um yo buy why would you why would you sell a drink called buy i'm just kind of confused about that popo this is the buy tv buy. commercial i think oh, it's, a, it's actually tasted it tastes good Ooh, that was what anti-outset is but why would you call it buy that's the only thing i'm confused like, about bye bye sickness or bitch i'm gonna slip something in your drink bye good morning bye you don't know Prince is doing a couple concerts overseas, and he tweeted out his passport photo. You want to see what Prince looks like without makeup and hair and clothes and look like a normal human being? Oh, my God, in the worst way, in the worst way. Too bad, because Prince never stops being Prince. <laughs> this is Prince's current passport photo. I love it! Looking I like love that picture. This is why I love it. I love it! Oh, my God, it's so That's a beautiful good. man. That's the best passport photo. Because I imagine they're set there at Kinko setting up the camera in like a puff of smoke, and this shows up. <laughs> Yo, I love um I, I love the there was a uh, joke back in the day Jamie Foxx back when he was doing stand up comedy and um, he had this joke about um, how you're not supposed to look Prince in his eye when you meet him because how handsome he is and um, uh, Jamie Foxx had an incident where he met uh, Prince and he was all fucked up in his head and at the uh, end of the night uh, he talked to the bodyguard and the bodyguard was like you looked him in his eyes didn't you yeah, I know. I did two years ago. Like, this shit was fucking <laughs> It's like, he Prince is so handsome, you don't look that man in the eye. You don't look, especially if you're a heterosexual man, you don't look Prince in the eye. Damn. So, uh, like, that's some power, that though. That's that the original fucking bitch. That, dude, oh. Prince is Mr. Original. Fuck yo, bitch. Might fuck your homie, too. Like, on some oh, real damn. shit. Prince, don't give a damn. But, yo. um... Yo, I, I almost feel like I, I wish I could have like a real like heart to heart like with some celebrities just to ask real shits. Like I tell them, look, listen, I ain't gonna tell nobody. And even if I tell anybody, nigga, I am nobody, so ain't nobody gonna listen, right? And I feel like I would love to fucking ask them, like, yo, do you let dudes suck your dick? Tell me the truth. And I, and I, I or not, I wouldn't ask them that directly, but I feel like he would actually say it. Like he just fucking say like, you know who gets some good head? Fucking my homie Vince. <laughs> like, damn. <laughs> Um, but, um, yo, shouts out to Chrissy Teigen, uh, the wife of, uh, John Legend. They're married, right? So this bitch is a model. Yeah. Apparently they're fucking married and it's weird. Cause sometimes she looks white and sometimes she looks terribly Asian. 
Oh, she's definitely Asian-ish. Every time I've seen her, she looks very Asian islandy. But um, terrible. no, she she's in the news because um, people are pissed off because uh, she chose to have a baby girl. Yo, one thing, and 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 I thought it was really dope. But she had there's a quote of her saying that John Legend deserves a girl, so she's gonna give him a baby girl. Like that kind of that kind of twists me up a little bit. And I didn't know what she meant. Like at first I'm thinking is this because I know what the reason I'm worried about is my womanizing ways is having a girl and having to, you know, worry about shit like that popping off. But yeah. apparently I didn't know that they had like a reality TV show. Hogan was telling me, or they're, they're on the show or she's some kind of like reporter down here. It's like this bitch is like, has her own view kind of program or some shit like that. What does she do? She's a model. Oh, but suppose she has, I, I don't like actually what you just told me is about as much as I know about her. Cause um, okay. yeah, I don't know her other than the fact that she's the wife of John legend, but, but so, um, yeah, I, she, I meant to say that John Legend's a beautiful person and that he's apparently one of the sweetest motherfuckers. So I don't know. I can see it. He, that, he, he, he looks like a, a, a sweet man. I mean, he's a fucking but, he's um, a crooner. What do you expect? He's not no fucking want to be fake gangster like fucking ordinary people. That was a shit. Yo, I heard I heard this uh, this motherfucker from Peru do a, a Brazilian version. Well, actually, maybe I got that backwards. Never mind. But so <laughs> so she got backlash so, uh, because she's going to pick the sex of the baby. Yeah, so they chose the gender of their baby. She says, uh, not uh, only am I having a girl, but I picked the girl from her little embryo. Uh, let's put in the girl, or I picked her and was like, let's put in the girl. I think I was uh, most excited and learned about the fact that John would be the best father to a little girl. So as this, um, the procedure that they had cost like $20,000, and as it goes is you literally get to kind of pick the best embryo sperm thing in there. They literally go in there and it's kind of like a way to make sure that you're picking something that's uh, not um, going to have down syndrome or something else. And then you could also see the gender at that point. So you can pick the gender of the baby and all that. And so it's something that rich people can do. And uh, people lost their <laughs> mind. I think Yo, fucking silly. Can, can you also pick out like the hair color and shit like that? Or are we not there yet? I, 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 I want to say we might be there already, but if not, we're close. Okay. And I imagine that motherfucker would cost a pretty penny too. Like, damn. Yeah. So, and it's just crazy. I think people are fucking insane for getting mad. Like, would I want to pick, yo, actually I'll do this in this instance. This is the only instance where I would want to pick the gender. So, we had two boys and the joke now is we're not against having a third, but if we have a third, I would, I would hope that it's a girl, not to there be anything wrong with a third boy, but it'd be like, I would really want a girl at that point. So in that instance, it would be cool to be like, okay, we had two boys. Let's pick a girl this time. But outside of that, um, that's kind of the fun of the, whole fucking thing in the beginning because you don't know what's going on until so far into the pregnancy it's like oh that's what's going on so i, don't I could know. just i could just i mean i would always want a posse but like oh it goes i don't know in your case it goes uh you know what i'm saying that goes uh, i don't know i don't know if you want to you put your government out there it goes the people boys <laughs> <laughs> 
But no, uh, and that is the thing. And it, it's funny because uh, boys I, running the muck, going to restaurants, not tipping, fucking sinking into movies, not paying. Oh, no, those I'm just, boys. I'm concerned because my two boys is uh, two years apart. And I um, uh, remember that movie, uh, Four Brothers. I always look at them as like yeah. two brothers. And so I hope they ain't the two little tough kids, uh, you know, uh, running the motherfucking neighborhood and all that because uh, they both uh, a little too tough and yeah, I don't know. Fucking you got two hundred three thousands. <laughs> could have two, three stacks. I could have a playboy <laughs> and a professional wrestler. Um, yeah, there's a lot of, there's a lot of uh, opportunities and things out there, but uh shouts out to Chris, um, Chrissy for uh, picking it. I'm not mad. I don't care that much. Like you got the money. Spend it. Yo, I don't but- let me ask you something, All right? So you're two boys who, who are of a split ethnicity. Now, would, and, I, and I'm pretty sure you probably wouldn't give a fuck, but would you try to have them go, you know, dip back in black paint to kind of try to strengthen the bloodline, or you know, saying so what if they got with some I, white women? I used to joke bit. about that. I used to joke about that and be like, okay, I got to get them with a sister, but uh, I don't care. I'm more so genuinely on the tip of I I wish. Uh, it, if we can't get over racism in the world, I would like to see us to have all the races blend. And then we can't complain about races. Now, then the problem then it's going to become skin tone because it's all we're all the same race, but it's still whatever. We're always going to have a fucking issue. But I would like to see all of the colors of the world blend and we all be one fucking color. And then uh, we can argue about some real shit. Fucking hey, and, and we and we, and we definitely talked, but that's kind of the thing that kind of stops us, slows us down, and doesn't allow us to fucking be able to see shit. And as as far as you know, what where we should be at now, we're um, and I have no idea how you're gonna fucking bring up the next fucking the next fucking topic. Well, <laughs> oh, I don't know. You fucking, I don't know if Kanye West fucking makes his Willis. I don't know. Your boy Kanye Tutta. Back again. Um, we ain't even done with the show, and the nigga back with another rant. Um, always Kanye always got some shit to say, and I love him for it. I love every minute of it. It is entertaining to me. But uh, Kanye West was at uh, One Oak Club, um, and shouts out to because it's spelled one and then Oak. Uh, but like I would normally like I would think it'd be like Ten Oak or something like that. Like kind of not reading it the right way. But shouts out to. Uh, I'll name this podcast later because uh, Rory talked about One Oak, and so that's the reason why I know what this place is, because I, I guess niggas like go to One Oak, and it's like a nightclub. Debbie. Uh, I guess it's kind of like, it's it's like, not necessarily hood, but it's kind of low-end for, like, these rappers, <laughs> like Jay-Z and them showing up there. It's like, oh, you still go to One Oak? So that's something I learned from, from a podcast listening, is that that's uh, uh, about where One Oak fits on the new york nightclubs but uh yeah so uh yo Gotti appeared alongside kanye west as he went on a rant inside of one oak nightclub and um he talked about amber rose fingers uh taylor swift and uh his 53 million dollar debt so let's uh roll that beautiful bean footage
ain't pressed the button yet. Yo, so Kanye off his rocker and um, yo, shout out to uh, Andrew Schultz, who's from the Brilliant Idiots podcast. Uh, Schultz tweeted uh, the other day that Kendrick Lamar is doing what Kanye West thinks he's doing. <laughs> Talking to the fucking people, speaking for the people, t- telling them what fuck's really going on. Yeah, speaking for the people, like Kanye, like don't realize that, like he, you ain't speaking for the people. You speaking for yourself. It's all about you. But I love the fact that he had to bring up the fingers in the booty thing again, and he had to be clear one more time. I don't play like that. Please believe me. She wasn't putting her fingers in my booty. Please believe me. Like, is it obvious? Did, and did you hear the motherfuckers that were sh- that were shouting in protest with them? Like. They were yeah. down. Like I didn't know Kanye had it like that. Like I love Kanye. I don't think I don't. I, don't, I you know. And we all know Kanye love Kanye, but I didn't know that people love Kanye like, like that. Though it was like I pushed the button. Y'all stop going to the Louis Vuitton stores. The one brother in the uh, audience. Yo, I ain't going no more. Kanye, yeah. wait. I ain't pushed the button yet. <laughs> <laughs> Like he's such a big baby that his hypotheticals as if he could have this fucking power. He had to stop you. Cause yes, you 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 were on board too quick. Get to remind you, motherfucker, I ain't pressed the button yet. Yo, to have yo, no one man should have all that power. Oh no. I want a button. And I can see it. I want to. Yeah, I want to press that. But no. But honestly, that just makes me love him on the real. He. He. Would you say that he has the same power as Trump? Let's let's compare the two. Both ridiculous. Both believe in themselves without a doubt. And both are fools. Yeah. One happens to be black. The other one has to be white. One happened to not have had money and one had a fucking golden spoon, but they still just just the same amount of ass. Yo, and I said this year I'm caping for Kanye because if people are allowed to vote for Donald Trump and rock with him with all that arrogant, ignorant bullshit, I could rock with motherfucking Kanye on all his arrogant, ignorant bullshit. At least he might not be the president. Or we'll see 2020. We'll see how that shit. Well, yeah, exactly. Fucking, we'll give the this. This exactly what will happen. Trump will be fucking. You know, whatever. He'll be there for four years. He'll be the first assassination since the last assassination. I don't remember who the fuck the last assassination was. And uh, uh, yeah. JFK. What? No, 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 no. It wasn't JFK. Wasn't it fucking a fucker after him? No, that was the last one. For real? Uh-huh. No, because after that, Ronald Reagan got shot, but he yes. didn't die. He didn't die. And then, and then even that, I think he was already retired by then, wasn't he? Possibly. Yeah, because I'm sure he 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 got shot at, and fucking George Bush Seniors jumping off a fucking airplane, skydiving, so some fucking ridiculous shit like that. But I, I Kanye, I can't be mad at you, Kanye. You a dumb son of a bitch, but you're also a genius, and I think that's what happens. Geniuses are motherfuckers that just you know with the with the wire loose. You dig. Man, I really want to listen to the fucking Pablo. (laughs) Nah, not really. Eventually. But, um, yeah, I'm really tripped out here because... um, So looking at Prince Pichu's? Think no, fucking... You looked at nigga nine, didn't you? Yes, you did. Don't you lie. No, I'm tripped out because I had this article uh, that I wanted to go into about Kylie Jenner uh, talking about no babies, no rings, I'm just a kid, so on and so forth. 
And um, it's been pulled off of TMZ and um, I can't find any of the videos, which is just crazy because, uh, yo, the motherfuckers got power, yo. This shit, they completely got this pulled. But yeah, it was a video of her talking about... um, Cause, cause they're yeah, asking too if she was getting. Cause they didn't say some shit about him wanting to get her pregnant, or she was saying that she doesn't want to get pregnant. I mean, if only the way that I read shit was apparently that he doesn't want to have kids. I don't know it was her who didn't want to have. Which obviously, why the fuck would she want to ruin her career for some nigga that already has a bunch of baby mamas? Yo, I'm really just blown away by this. This shit is completely removed off the internet. I'm sorry. I'm just. I like. What was the big deal though? So she said she wasn't ready for kids. That she ain't ready to. She ain't. She ain't trying to get married. That she's waiting for fucking stitches to make a comeback. Like what the fuck? What was wrong with the video? Yeah, because um, it was weird. It was just uh, you couldn't tell the um exactly what she was talking about. But yeah, she was upset and she was just talking about um sounded like relationship and life and she was uh talking about how she doesn't um. It was hard to tell if she was saying she doesn't want any or can't at this point, uh, but she was saying no babies, no rings, and she was referring to herself as still a kid and a baby. And it was just funny because, you know, it's uh, like that's kind of what we were saying with Tyga when he first started talking to her. It was like, that's the baby. And they were like, no, no, she's a grown woman. She's a grown woman. But she's like, no, I'm just a baby. But you're also flaunting yourself naked out there like – I don't know. It, it's well, I mean, so if, if you think about it, I mean, we put we put we put little girls in fucking tutus and dresses and shits that are over the ankle, and you know what I'm saying? And we, you know, we laugh when they run around naked. Like we've been prepping these bitches for this, and especially them, they fucking they have pussy on the on a platter on a platter there, and they've learned that if you fan the fucking the coochie fumes into the camera lens, it'll make you money. Or to get yeah. you attentions, the attentions will bring you the monies. Holy Yo, I, and I guess speaking of, uh, and, and I wouldn't put her on, on this train, but uh, speaking of uh, Bakuchi, that, that bring all the monies, um, my baby, and I'm pretty, I don't know if we dedicated her or not yet, but Miss Mariah Carey, and she, she's been with this cat, but she's with some billionaire uh, dude named uh, James Packer. And I yeah. forget what does he do or what what the fuck does he does he stem from? But apparently they uh they ain't cahoots. And anyways, and it, it, I thought, and I'm not too sure if this was a, a different kind of thing, but I always thought that she was kind of a not to say a good girl because obviously we have rumors of her fucking with Eminem. But I, I thought she was a didn't go you know dick hopping. And there is another situation I remember hearing about uh, Nick Cannon and Wild and Out, and I don't know if it was Stevie, was it Stevie P yeah, Stevie or Stevie J? Stevie, Stevie J, J, who apparently is a big hoe, um, and uh, he apparently had told him that, that that he fucked her. I'm not sure if he meant back in the day or something. What was up with that? I, I know you, I know you, you pretty much have a black woman wife because uh, she watches all, all the fucking all the black reality TV shows. So, or unless that's your ass watching that skips, but, um, no, uh, no fucking, um, yeah. Stevie J and Jack Jacqueline or whatever, his girlfriend were on while and out and they have the freestyle session at the end. And apparently Stevie J rapped about how he had fucked Mariah before to which Nick Cannon kind of laughed it off and then joked that, um, 
he should be careful or something like that, or uh, he shouldn't be concerned with that because Jacqueline's uh, fucking Rick Ross or something like that. (laughs) And apparently the situation got heated and um, they had to kind of break it up. And so let's see if that show airs or what happens with that. But um, yeah, they they did kind of almost get into some squabbles back or on stage. And um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. And, and I know and I know Nick Cannon. You know what I'm saying? He's he's pretty shredded. He's a skinny, lanky motherfucker. But I, you know what I'm saying? I know he he packing guns. You know what I'm saying? And he's a, he's and he's a good. I remember one of his talking shits back to Eminem when all that shit popped off. He had quoted Bible scripture. So I hope he's that boy got some load in. I'm sure if he got a fuck from carrying a bunch of other baddies. Um, yeah. One of you the, Nick, if you Nick Cannon and Eminem throwing some bars at you, you better bring out the Bible because uh, <laughs> you ain't got no hope in the game like oh my god lord <laughs> deliver me from eminem oh he got oh he got a lot of words he's, over there a lot, a lot of, of words he said you gonna fuck me and his mama how am i gonna stop a man who want to fuck his mama oh. uh, no apparently she i mean she she's she's widowed with dudes and tempers apparently this millionaire uh playboy of hers um like legitly got in a brawl he was in sydney australia with his homie and i don't know what was going on they're just shit talking like they were legitly friends in his childhood and they just started fucking he got pissed out over some bullshit i guess he's famous on social media and like, they legitly started, just started fucking throwing blows at each other they got like 500 dollars fines or whatever the fuck. Like, these are billionaires oh. but just because they started fucking beating the shit out of each other. Like, goddamn, like, nigga, you got all this money, and are you pretty sure you coked up and got Mariah Carey's coke plates nice and filled? Which I want to have that. If I can ever have a mansion, I want to have, like, a little, like, a little, not an ashtray, because the ashtray just sounds so nice. I want to have coke-soaked dishes. You know what I'm saying? Where they're just cute little dishes that are in the theme of whatever the fuck the room is a theme of. And, you know what I'm saying? Just little little coke spoons in it. You know, just a little bump to pick you up and go about your business. Yeah. Mariah Carey has those, supposedly, every four feet. Yeah, and uh, speaking of that Snow White, Papa, I think we should uh, take it over to the Oscars. Ooh, you talking, talking about the Oscars so white? Hashtag. Oscars so white. Ooh. Yes, indeed. Um, yo, and the biggest takeaway. Kind of the biggest takeaway for me personally was uh, that Chris Rock uh, went through with the commitment to uh, host the Oscars. But um, first things first, there was some Oscar winners. Um, you said you watched it, right? Uh, yeah, for the most part, because I had little youngins that, you know, were, you know, being little youngins. But for the most part, yeah, we got a fucking chill by the time we got home. So I didn't get to catch all of it. Honestly, I was just waiting the whole night. And they, spoilers alerts, motherfuckers who haven't kept up with it. But Leonardo DiCaprio won a motherfucking Oscar. And it was Yo. one of those... Uh, no, go ahead. I was gonna say it was just one of those things to where it's like, all right, motherfucker, he's gonna be due for it. He really didn't have shit to compete with. Like it's kind of like it's like being the it's like uh, being in the NBA with no niggas and like you're gonna succeed. You're gonna fucking finally have some shine. And it almost not to feel fucking forced because he was real precise. They were fucking booting motherfuckers off the stage for the poor motherfuckers and the and the tinier categories that would have never had the chance. Like they were put hitting that fucking cue music as soon as the motherfucker started making his thank yous and started giving the fucking speech. I don't know if, if Leonardo was uh, cognizant of that and thought to himself, okay, well I gotta I gotta get right through it. Don't fucking drag ass because I. I don't want to get that music hit on me. And I wonder, I don't know if they would have done that to him. I doubt it. 
But I wonder if they would have dared to fucking put the music on to him if he started ranting too much. But he went right for the point, kind of talked about how we need a ch- change in this world and we're kind of fucked and we got to you know, do some shit. Like, he gave mm-hmm. a very powerful little speech. And it was very DiCaprio. It wasn't – he didn't go full retard on it, which yeah. I almost feel like he should have. But um, I don't know. I only I only wanted to watch it for that because I knew it was going to happen. I wanted to finally see it. I put it on my Snapchat and motherfucker didn't even post because I'm pretty sure everyone else was fucking Snapchatting it or posting online. But what did what did you want to go on first? Did you, what do you feel? How do you feel no. about the no, I didn't. I didn't watch it, but um, I did see on Tumblr after Leo won. I saw all the memes. Uh, there was one meme that was cute. I didn't know. Like, I guess you go get it engraved after you win it. Like, you go get it engraved or wherever the ball is afterwards or something like that. And so there's um there's one of him waiting, like talking to the woman and she's like engraving it. And they're like joking, like he's sitting there like he won't leave that desk until she get done with it. Like, bitch, I finally like got it. And like, I got to give it to somebody else to do something with it. Like, bitch, give me my Oscar. I like, I need it. it. I just got it. Give it back. <laughs> but um, no, shouts out to Leo. And um, just looking over all these movies here. I don't know. None of this shit. But shouts out to the Amy movie, which uh, one yes. Documentary. Best documentary. I got really excited about that. And what I really dug the most too, when I forget his name, something Sanjay, some shit, fucking Gupta, some shit Indian. Um, he um, when he when he came down to, to get the you know get his award because they had a live uh, was it orchestral fucking set on the show. And as he was going to the stage, they were playing to Amy Winehouse, in the, but they're playing the, the rehab shit in the background because they used a full you know like band. So that was kind of cool seeing that happen and him give a speech and him making a real short, really thinking the people who kind of put the money and uh, the availability to all this shit, but just kind of going more. So talking about the main point of the movie, and it was just kind of shining a light on this fucking start train wreck of a, of a reality show that was, you know, unfortunately Amy Winehouse last dying image. So I thought that was fucking beautiful. That was well-deserved. I mean, what, and I, I guess another person too that kind of gave a really good speech about shit being well deserved was uh, Louis C.K. And does he come up at all on your radar from the news? Uh, no, by any chance. Now, and, uh, if you can try to type it up to see if you can pull up his speech, if you can, just so that you can hopefully play the audio. But long drown out of it is he gives a, a speech for. I think like uh, not even a main. This is just before the Amy, the Amy Winehouse win. It was not even a real document, like a full feature length documentary, but kind of like a side piece, uh, a short film documentary. I, I don't know how the fuck you make the differences, but oh. pretty much kind of like when you fair watch a Disney movie, how they have a short film. It was a I'm short making a dime on this. <laughs> Listen to this shit. This motherfucker goes oh. in and hopefully this thing plays because he just went in and talked so much shit about the winner. And he did it in such a classy way. Because honestly, one, one thing that, that, that happened a lot in the show and we'll show after this clip, Chris Rock, he really played the black card down like all of them did. All the fucking black features that they had to pay to put on the show seemed a little bit like an overhaul. It seemed it was making white people uncomfortable. And obviously it was supposed to because fucking a and that's all i heard about white commentators bitch about is how uncomfortable chris rock might be about talking the truth but in a way though how you hear black people keep reminding us they're black oh just we stop bringing your shit god damn oh, we see but, your blackness every day you gotta be unrest on here too such such aggressiveness those big no, lips scare uh, me 
Here's uh, Louis C.K.'s uh, speech. I'm not done yet, but okay. <laughs> Go ahead. Oh, no, no. I, no, I was just going to say, though, that he, they, they, just how I'm doing right now, really laying it on thick to where it made it seem like he all he can do, and like I say, don't show you how by how white Louis C.K. goes with it, but Chris was just acting, making it so apparent bringing the difference of black and white and that's one thing you can't tell white people don't tell them about the colors because they'll say that you're stating the obvious or things that shouldn't be said because they're obvious already but they did lay lit it lit it on too thick and just ck he, he did it right here and he's probably gonna be the next host i'm pretty sure yeah. play the video not make a dime on this <laughs> you these people will never be rich as long as they live so this Oscar means something because all they do is tell stories that are important. Now you all do, but you also get rich. But these people, all they got is this Oscar is going home in a, in a Honda Civic. <laughs> the person who owns this, this Oscar is going to be the nicest thing they ever own in their life. It's going to give them anxiety to keep it in their crappy apartment. Oh, oh my god. Yeah, that shit doesn't tickle me the most. That oh, shit doesn't Louis tickle C. me the yeah. most. And it was some poor little Indian lady who had some kind of fucking Indian documentary that I can't even fucking remember. Indian. I love that line though, because he said he said, No, seriously. He said, uh you get to t- uh take a award and go home and be rich, and they get to take a award home and that's it. Like and um it was funny because when he had said that, but you guys still get to be rich, like they, the laughter kind of stopped for like a half second like oh wait that's kind of because we are rich <laughs> and you can see another motherfucker so they're looking at you like this motherfucker he did it and he and he kind of he he definitely kind of paved the way and kind of made a ninja off the fucking the self-loathing fucking middle age you know what i'm saying kind of kind of kind of thing but he made it funny he made depressing funny because that's what you gotta do you gotta laugh at your pain uh, which, yeah, yeah, fucking uh, Kevin Hart was on there too, trying to do his little two bits. I feel like no one, no one hit it like fucking like CK though. Yeah. Now Chris Rock, um, his opening monologue or during the opening montage of the show, it featured clips from Creed and Shred out of Compton, and um, during his opening opening uh, uh rock says uh i counted at least 15 black people in that monologue or that montage he says uh we're here at the academy awards um he brought up how it's the 88th academy awards it's the 88th um, t- um academy awards which means that this whole no black nominees thing has happened at least 71 other times you gotta figure they happened in the 50s in the 60s and the 60s one of those years sydney didn't put out a movie so i'm sure there are no black nominees some of those years say 62 63 black people didn't protest uh why because they had real things to protest at the time um they were too busy raped and lynched to care about one best cinematographer um he said when your grandmother's swinging from a tree it's really hard to care about best documentary (laughs) foreign short but what happened this year he said people went mad spike got mad sharpening got mad jada went mad and uh, Will went mad. Everybody went mad. He says Jada got mad. Jada sh- says she's not coming protesting. I'm like, you shooting a TV show. Jada's going to boycott the Oscars. Jada boycotting the Oscars is like me boycotting Rihanna's panties. I wasn't invited. <laughs> <laughs> and um, 
he did go on to just talk about, um, you know, the issues of uh, one black nominees, black categories and different things like that. And just the simple fact of like, this has been going on for a while. And then I love the, the racism. He was like, Hollywood is racist, but not in the like burning crosses racist, but it's more, uh, it's not the fetch me some lemonade racist. He said it's more of the, um, more of the sorority um, it's more of the sorority racist, like, uh, we like you, Wanda, but you're not Kappa. And so, <laughs> like, that's the kind of racism where, like, Hollywood's at now. And, um, so yeah, shouts out to the shouts out to that. So, that's what's up. We like you, Wanda, but you're not Kappa. Yeah. Dang. And that's that's kind of what it is. Like, yeah, you're cool, but I mean, we can't put you up here with us. But rock um, <laughs> because a lot of people were saying that, oh, he should pull out. He should pull out. Um, you know, niggas don't like to pull out. We once we in motion, we like to keep it going. And uh, so Rock went through with it. And um, I think that he did the best thing he could do: go to the scene of the crime, if you will, and address the onlookers and tell them what's going on. That's the best way to handle it. So yeah. shouts out to rock who is uh, my favorite comedian all time. Always have been, but uh, rocks that dude. Yeah. Man, most definitely. And then it's how can you fucking care? I mean, but see now, do you feel like that's why they had a black host though? Do you feel like that was the only way to fucking still give a big fuck you? But like y'all niggas ain't good enough so we can appreciate your acting skills, but we'll have you entertain us. We'll have you, dancing and jabbing and fucking well no i heard the chris rock had became the host way before the oscar so white thing had happened because i remember hearing oh chris rock's gonna hold uh host the oscars i was like oh that's dope and then it was like oh shit okay wait the oscars kind of white did none of and then uh wait did i break up a little check check Can you a little bit oh, okay little... um so no, then it was like, um, it was like, oh yeah, they're not giving any of the black people nominations. And it was like, oh hey, shit, but Chris is still the host. He thinks about it. And so, um, yeah, so it was kind of like, it was already, he was already the host to begin with. And then the nominations came out down the line. So it wasn't like they were like, oh, well, you guys are mad. Here's a black guy. The black guy was already there. So what I'm just saying though, do you, how different would the show have been if it wasn't a matter like that? Like they fueled the whole fucking thing. Like the only shit that he, like he was going nonstop. And mind you, it's fucked up. I definitely know. And I know how fucked up though. You know what I'm saying? They are, but it was just shot after shot because there was just, I don't know. So they almost feel like it was done on purpose because they, they, they figured it would have got attention. Damn near. So, you know, and, but that's the thing, though, because there's no way they knew that it was going to be that uproar. Like, they didn't know that people, like, because this has been going on forever. Like, this ain't the first year that there hasn't been black nominees. So, like, black people have been complaining for a long time about this. It just so happened it blew up this year. And so, um, I don't know, it just, it, I don't see how they could have planned it unless, like, if it had came out and then people were mad about uh, the nominees and all that. And they were like, oh, well, we have a host. And look, we got a black guy, so don't be so mad at us. But, like, the black guy had been there for so long, I don't think that they planned it but uh shouts out to rock though because he like he gabrielle union who's friends with him had said that she had heard some of his material and she was like he's not shying away from the the controversy the opening monologue was a shit for sure yo yeah you know you know our girl stacy dash was there right yo i saw can you you pull up up the video can you look it up please 
No, I can't bring up any of the videos. I every one of them are they uh, have been pulled off the internet already because um, I was serious? trying to find the Chris Rock one. Yeah, because uh, I was trying to find a Chris Rock one, and that one's not anywhere. But the uh, Stacy Dash, I heard about that because she said something about she was doing something for her people and said Happy Black History Month, <laughs> and then it was awkward silence. Or yo, because she just went on the fucking rant about it not existing on goddamn Fox, like. <laughs> This is another Jeez. reason why I said like the fucking people at the at the Oscars got every black that they could that was relevant. Yeah, we just gonna give y'all all the black that we can give y'all right now. But, uh, <laughs> we will give y'all the black that we can. Are you happy? Are you happy, Bushwhackers? Pause. If you didn't like this podcast, it's probably cause you're racist. Fuck your feelings, though. <laughs>